Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, November 29th. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Indian Women's PC has been conducting Zoom out from from past 11 years. If you can please um, uh, fill the Google sheet out with the questions uh, so that we get to you quicker, easier. Those people who fill the Google sheet out will get a priority. Just take one minute to fill it out, guys. (coughs) Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, this is Vinod. I my, have wife, my, question. my wife is a yes. four dependent visa. Her H4 visa extension is filed around along with mine. One week back and currently is in progress. She has stamped visa until 2024. She has a vis- uh, she has to visit India uh, due to family emergency and hoping to come back by January. Can she travel in India while her H4 extension is filed? Yeah, she can. She's coming back before February 2024. She can. Right. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Rahul. Thanks a lot. Next person, please. Venu Gopal. Hey, Rahul. Uh, this is Venu here. So, this mm-hmm. is followed by uh, yesterday's question uh, regarding RFE. Like, uh, I applied for uh, OPT extension RFE. And you told me to reach uh, one of your Gen- person. Generally Garcia. Generally Garcia. Okay, okay. Sure, sure, Rahul. That's my question. So, yeah. You, you. I can find the details from your portal, right? From the website that I will send you the details in email. Okay, I've okay, already sent okay. it, but you just have to find that lady in the in the people there. Okay. 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 Sure. Sure. Rahul. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Sham. Yeah. Hi. Uh, my name is Sham. I'm new mm-hmm. here. As I explained mm-hmm. in the problem. Mm-hmm. My employer, uh, now I am uh, changing my employer. What and, is your LCA wage? Uh, it is 50, 103k per annum. So he, when you divide that into each paycheck, you mean to say he deducted 500 for each paycheck like that? Is that what you said? Yeah, until 10,000k. Uh, uh, until it reaches 10,000, 10, then directly. Not 10,000k, 10k. 10k, yeah, sorry, yeah, 10k. Yeah, once you leave the job though, if he has mm-hmm. paid less than the LCA wage, you can request him to pay you back. If he doesn't pay you back though, okay, you can mm-hmm. file a complaint to the Department of Labor. And before you speak with the, before you speak with your employer, just speak with him if he pays. If he pays, that's fine. Otherwise, you fill this WH4 form, send it to your employer, tell him that, hey, pay me the money, otherwise I'm going to file this complaint. Yeah, they are ready to pay it, but uh, they, what they say, what they are saying is they deducted uh, pre-tax uh, 
on a biweekly basis right so uh -huh. they want to pay it on biweekly basis after my uh, okay employment. let them pay what's the problem uh can because i am switching the employment uh, is that will that be a not a problem no Taking not a problem okay because you are not supposed to work for two companies at the same time you're not supposed to get paid but you're not working the payment that you're getting is for the work what you have done previously okay 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 okay, then. okay. yeah thank you pages hi uh, i have included the question in the google sheet so essentially uh, what what's my situation i'm filing the h i'm filing the h4b amendment under premium processing and filing h4 of course plus h4 ead confirm i suppose is working on f1 cpt work authorization what would be her h4 effective date after h4 approval uh, same question for h4 ead you can put the effective date immediately though okay hello yeah so our concern so, is that if it if is immediate put, let's say for example you can put december 1st as date okay you file it and when the approval comes in though until the approval comes in she can work once the approval comes in she's going to get h4 ead anyway and she can work too yeah so our concern is that uh once the approval comes in and if the date of effective date is the date of approval uh the by the time we come to know that the application is approved uh it will be the it will be like two or three days delay because it will the they'll send i7 9 send to the attorney and then they'll inform us so until that uh what we are worried is that if she, if she did she can uh, work beyond her like work authorization because once she switches no, so to you're it, fine once she gets it in the hand then she has to stop working if you see it online that it's been approved you don't have to stop working Let's okay. say she only applied H four. Okay. Let's say there is no EAD. If the online status says that it's been approved, she doesn't have to stop working. She can work until she gets it in the hand. Uh, but she's under uh, F one CPT authorization, right? So her F one yeah. will be terminated once H four is uh, active. That's that's fine. Wait until H four H four gets in, and then she can stop working, sir. Okay. Okay, and uh, just last question: uh, When she, if if there's a delay in this case, uh, then does she have to inform the employer and uh, set her like, like she has to go to administrative? You're unnecessarily getting panicked, sir. All the things will be approved at the same time. Okay, you have to take that one percent risk. When you go on the road, is there a chance that you may die? Yes. But do you still go on the road or not? Hello. Yeah, the only question I have is, uh, like, when she so, so, files so, for a let me it, can you can you listen to me carefully? Can you listen to me? Carefully? If do you drive a car? Yeah. Is there a chance you may die in the car? Yeah, there is. Then why are you getting in the car? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm just like asking all the process. The chance, I know. Take the chance, sir. Okay, take the chance. It's okay. Take the chance. Next person, please. Don't unnecessarily panic it for it. Uh, Next Rahul, person, please. Uh, hi Rahul, thanks for hosting this. Yeah, so, H1B visa stamping with e-copy of I seven nine seven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I have I have no problem. I had had so many people. They went without the original H one B approval. They had no problem with it. 
Okay. So just also wanted to mention that this is my first time, like I was on F1 this year, I got H1B and secondly, like uh, USCIS has asked my attorney to file for IA24. So it's, it has been filed, but like not, no receipt number has been generated. Still it's fine. Right. It's perfectly all right. Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Rahul. Nimish. Hey, uh, thank you. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so I have filled up my question in uh, the sheet. I lost my iPad job in October 25, 2023, and I'm currently in the grace period. I want to follow it. Can you please advise if I should file it sooner or wait till close? Wait till it gets closer, though. But what I would mm -hmm. do is that I will prepare it earlier. Okay. Okay. But I would mm -hmm. file it a little bit later. Okay. Okay, so let's say around like when it's like 10 days left or something like that. Yeah, that's right. I would say okay. five days okay. left. Since you're going to be filing online though, you can do mm -hmm. it in five days left too. Okay, okay. Sounds fine. Sounds fine. Okay. And should I be using uh, separate accounts for uh, my wife and daughter or should I use the same account but use different applications? Since you're going to file online though, you have to file all three things separately. Hello? Rakesh, can sure. you hear me? Sounds fine. Okay. Yeah. Then. Thank you. Sounds fine. Thank you, Rahul. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, who was that? That was an image. That was an image. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is I'm renewing my Indian passport in US. My father's name is my last name. However, my father's name has one spelling missing in the parents' names section. Uh, 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 of my can I keep my last name, surname as it is and get father's name changed? Yeah, you can do that. Absolutely not a problem. Or uh, is it, uh, would you suggest to also update my last name as per my production um, based on the father's name or just leave it as it is, my last name? So, but just in your social security and everywhere, you put mm -hmm. your father's name as... Uh, yeah, with a, the, with, exactly. With the it, yeah, as per the yeah, password. just leave it right now. Don't disturb it right now. Okay? okay. Don't disturb it right now. I'll keep as it is. Just the father's yeah. name. When it and, comes uh, to the when it mm -hmm. comes to the green card issue at that time when you become a U.S. citizen, we mm -hmm. can always explain at that time. Okay. Okay. And and mm -hmm. they will question you about it, and then we will shoot them down with 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 getting a DNA test for you and your dad. Okay. Oh, okay, perfect. And um, okay. Uh, is it okay to renew the passport after it got gets expired, Rahul? Is that fine? Oh, that's fine. Oh, thank you for the information. But next time, don't do that. Okay, then. Thank you. Right Yeah. Hey, Raul. Oh, first of all, thank you for taking these questions. You know, I really appreciate all these efforts you're doing. Sure. Um, so, I, I have a few of my questions in the form. Okay. Uh, I got terminated uh, today. Uh, it says the last day in office will be today. And my actual termination date is separation date will be generated. And this notice was given as one standard for mandate companies scenario. I need to look into the pay stub of your uh, pay stub though. What is the, what would be your next pay stub will say though? Definitely it's more conservative to say that we can consider today is where, it, tomorrow is where it 60 days starts. But I need to look into your next paycheck to see if it's normal paycheck or is it looks odd paycheck. Okay, okay. So once that comes, maybe I will ask again. Yeah, that will be better. And then let's, I have a second question. Uh, mm -hmm. Compelling circumstances. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. 
Uh, should I ask? Uh, I have yes. I have asked that in that form as well. If you want One me to second. ask again, um, can my wife continue working on EAD pending beyond sixty days period? Now your wife is on H four EAD, is that right? Correct. Correct. No, sir, she cannot work beyond sixty days. Okay, even though my compelling circumstances is EAD application is pending, right? That's right. That okay. is engine. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Can I ask you one more quick question? Yes, but can you stop ask saying me one more because I get confused. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, can um, uh, can I work from here? Work for a Canadian company, and vice versa from Canadian soil for a U.S. company. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, if no, you cannot work for a Canadian company in U.S. unless you have a work permit for that company. Okay, so let's say I have H one B here, and mm -hmm. I have open work permit in Canada. Uh, mm -hmm. And if I somehow get the both jobs, can I work from U.S. soil for that Canadian company? For so you're working. Who is Who's going to pay you? Who's going to pay you for that? Where they are going to pay you? Uh, each one is paying their respective soil. So U.S. company no. on U.S. soil and Canadian no, company on Canadian soil. No, sir, they cannot. That's illegal. You can't work for a Canadian company. You don't have a work permit in USA. We don't okay. consider that you, when you sit in United States, that means you're working in United States. Next person, please. You can have the Canadian company pay U.S. company and have one more concrete H-1B if you want. Okay. Funny? Funny? Uh, hey, hi, good evening, Rahul. Uh, uh -huh. My name is Prasad, and uh, mm -hmm. I am working on H1B, and my wife mm -hmm. work on H4 EAD. Uh -huh. uh, so well, my company told me that uh, I will be getting, uh, I will be, I will be laid off pretty soon. So looking uh -huh. for the new job. So I have two questions uh, I want to answer for. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one is about uh, 60 day grace period uh, so after the the 60 day clock start uh, my can my wife continue working on her h4 h4 ead uh, after like no, within, cannot, like, during within during 60 day during 60 days she can she can okay that's good uh, and the second question i want clarification is uh, once i find a new job uh, do i need to do a new h4 h1b h4 and h4 ead together application or only h1 plus h4 application when is your wife's h4 expiring uh, h4 will be expiring uh, october 25 yeah it started because... recently august to this year yeah august this year it started yeah you don't have to do it immediately if you if you find another job, you don't have to file H four plus EAD, but you have mm -hmm. to file it way before October two thousand twenty five. So okay. when you get so, the extension, you will get the extension uh -huh. until two thousand twenty six is right, or even twenty seven. Twenty six is right. So 26, yeah. she mm -hmm. will be only valid until two thousand twenty five. You're valid until two thousand and twenty six. So before October yes. of two thousand twenty five, you have to file her extension. I see, I see. But, uh, at, okay, I understand. And at this point currently, means my new company can do only H1 plus H4. That's up to uh, you. It's up to you right now whether you want to do H1 or H1 uh -huh. plus H4 plus EAD. It's up to you. Okay? 
okay but at least uh, they they have to do uh, h1b plus uh, h4 application minimum right no they don't need it you said to me that your wife's h4 is valid until october 2025 yes that's correct uh -huh. so yeah, they don't can... have to file she can continue oh. working on that h4 plus ead oh okay so she can continue her current h4 plus ead until october as long 24. as as long as uh -huh. you get the new job within 60 days yes Oh, so that means uh, means um, one solution is only apply for my new H1B, get approval. That's the priority. And that's if, right. need... if you want okay. to file the extension, file for H4 plus EAD. That's up to you. Next person, please. Okay. Yes. Hi. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for, uh, for thank you and uh, Stephen for helping me last year also with my NOID RFA situation. So for me right now the question is my wife is currently on H4 EAD. And it is with my previous employer and it is getting expired in 2025 and she's traveling on December 5th to India on some circumstance and she has to stay for three months and then I'll go and we all come back together. So basically I'm with a new employer now. Uh, my new H1B is valid till 2026, but her EAD is the old EAD with my old employer, which is also valid till 2025. Mm -hmm. So can she come back? Uh, through a common stamping when we come back to USA or uh, how do we do it when we come back to USA? That is my question. Like, what is the concerning factor? So you have H1B until 2026. She filed a yes. H4 extension right now? No, she, she did not because uh, I just okay, got, got my it. new... So you, are you, uh, so you got the stamping until 2025 or are you going for stamping? No, 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 no. I also have to go for a stamping later, but I'm not going with my wife right now in December. I'll go in March. Uh, so to join her in India. So oh, but that's when I get she, What about her stamping? Her stamping already expired? It, no, hers is also not stamped. That that visa, which is valid so, in so, 2025, is not stamped. Yeah. So I asked the question of her, does she have a stamping? She doesn't have a stamping. So she no. can, so you will get the H1 approval before she goes for stamping, is right? Correct. Yes, I already got the H1 approval. The new H1B is already approved. Okay, got it. Okay, she doesn't yeah. need any H4 approval. She can go for stamping. Oh, she can go for stamping in March, right? Like along with right. Uh, she, okay, she can awesome. go along with you, and she doesn't need a separate H4 approval until 2026. She can use your H1B approval to get the stamping until 2026. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Yes, if you can fill the Google sheet, that'll save a lot of time. I, Go ahead, Murli. Uh, I remember, yeah, I've been in USA for Google more sheet. than a decade, still on H1B with approved I1. My priority date is September to come. Oh, you missed it out. Under EBT, I've, uh, I'm employed with the consulting company and my client where I'm working is offering a full-time employment with them. Client is saying that they are going to start my GC soon after Jan. Uh, I also have a boy with 19 and a half my question is the right time to take the opportunity what is the priority it becomes current after joining the client ah i cannot tell Murli. i cannot tell uh okay. the one thing is that 19 and a half that's he has only like what one and a half year yep may 2025 he'll be 21 how is the relationship with your current company? If you leave, can you come back and join this company later on? Will he cooperate with you in the green card? 
Uh, so far, it seems good. Yeah, but not sure, right? Once I leave the company, so how they are going to treat me back? Yeah. I and um, yeah, I'm with them like almost uh, from 2016 onwards with this employed. So uh, let's say I'm not going to answer. I I don't want to answer your question. It's very hard. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Next oh. person, please. Okay. Uh, hi Rahul, thank you so much for your help here. Mm -hmm. So basically, I have I went for the approval from my old employer um, back in 2018, and I stayed for four years with them after the approval. Nice. So now, uh, and now my new employer is asking me to start the GC process again, like uh, filing for I one forty again. So are there any downsides with it? Like because now it takes two years or one and a half year. Suppose if I get some other opportunity, can so it I? Doesn't matter. You don't care. If in, in if in between, you mm -hmm. let's say for example they start the labor certification and it takes two years. In one mm -hmm. year you want to leave the company, leave the company. You have 2018 backup. Oh, that. So it doesn't. It doesn't. Even if this I-140 gets denied, as it doesn't matter. Even if the I-140 gets approved, you leave the company within one month. It doesn't matter. Either oh, way, you'll yeah. be fine. Oh, you answered all my follow-up questions, actually. <laughs> Thank you so much. So even if it gets denied, I can always rely on my old 2018 months. Water will be You're the right. thing. Right. Okay. You're right. And and even you told plus one month, I can still use uh, I can old uh, I-140. If oh, it yeah. is approved, if it is approved, uh, can I use both of them or will that become invalid, the old one? Well, you can still use both of them. It's up to you. I mean, why do you need oh. two of them? You can use... If it's approved, also you can use it. If you're not approved, also you can use it. It doesn't matter what you, which one you use it. You'll be fine. Oh, both. Okay. Are, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mandi. Hi. Uh, thanks, uh, Reddy, for taking this time. Uh, I have a question. So my H1B extension was applied and got approved in. Uh, uh, April 2023, and I got mm -hmm. extension for three years till September, uh, more than three years for mm -hmm. until 2026. However, in July end, I got my EAD also. Okay, so my question mm -hmm. was um, now my EAD under 485. Year. EAD under 485. Yes, under 485. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then um, uh, my employer currently is using my H1B. They didn't want to change the status to EAD. The reason being is if this gets rejected, wow. I still have uh, something as a backup. Okay, so I was wondering, is it possible that I can work for two employers and one within a, one on H-1B status, another one on EAD? Yeah, you can. I don't see any reason why you have to. Uh, yeah, so one company on H-1B and one company in EAD that you want to work. Yes. Yeah, I don't see a problem. You so can. I, I, I consulted someone um, and what they told me is that eventually it could become an issue because GC is, uh, is taken so as what, a special... Even if, it, even if it becomes an issue, what's the problem? No, what they were saying was GC is seen as a special occupation and now you're doing two two jobs or something like that. They may mm -hmm. see that it's not a special occupation and they might, they might uh, reject the GC application later on. Ah, no. I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. I've never they get them get them done like that. Absolutely not. So is it okay. also like that? Uh, I was advised that uh, uh, I'm just saying hypothetically that uh, no matter what they were saying, keep your current job intact, like the one which uh, which you have the GC file with, because tomorrow if they reject or some uh, reject or something, or at the time of filing you need to have a job which is similar to what the GC was filed for, 
correct? One job has to be similar to the job what you have filed for. If they file okay. for software professional, you have put in software. The second job can be Uber driving, which is definitely not related to your job, is right? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So and you don't see an issue of me working in I don't see anything. The only issue that you will have is you'll be making lots of money. If you have a problem with it, give some to me, okay? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, my name is uh, Bala and I'm a recent cybersecurity graduate. So mm -hmm. my question is regarding the EB1A visa. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm currently on my first year of OPT and uh -huh. I'm really interested in this EB1A. So I'm building my profile right now. And my question is, can junior security engineers like be considered as a critical role category when we file uh, our petition for the USCIS, would that be considered okay? You know, to get the Paramvir Chakra, okay? Do you need to be a Do you need to be a high level general, or can you be an army jawan? And within yes. that particular role, can you perform very good? Yeah, even army jawans can get the Paramvir Chakra, is right? Yeah. So there is no just a, within the you know within the lower job category. Can you be a top performer? Absolutely, you can. Okay, yeah, that answers it. And you have a really good humor also. <laughs> Thank okay. you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, 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 hi, uh, uh, Pavan again. Uh, thanks. I was earlier asking on the I-140 question. Uh, I had one last question on that. So is there any benefit of having I-140 again filed by the current employer given that there is a lot, huge backlog and that one? The reason is that what if the date becomes current though? You may not get the green card, file the 485 application with your old I-140 2018. Is right? Yeah, yeah. So that's an advantage. Eventually, you need to have an I-140 approved with the company that you're working for for you to get the green card, is that right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So only concern is like, if it takes two years, I'm not sure if I'll be there here for two years on this. That's company, okay. It, that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. So okay. that's okay. It won't cause, it won't harm you in any way. It may help you, okay. it may not help you, but it doesn't harm okay. you. Okay, yeah, okay. And does the Biden new rule of five-year EAD kind of thing, for that, does it need to be with this current employer? With that five-year, something might come in the future. Five-year I-140 wait time can have EADs kind of thing? That part, we don't know. It's just a proposal that we are requesting them to do it. Will okay. they? Will they do it? Will they not do it? If they do it, what will be the terms of it? Will they allow you with 2018 employer when you're not working for the company? We don't know the rule yet. Oh, hi, Rahul. I posted my question. Uh, who is this one? Vinod. VIN. VIN. Okay. Our green card holder is eligible to get public trust clearance, though. Public trust clearance. What is the public trust clearance? Uh, I mean, uh, like there is like a job posting, uh, like, you know, the recruiter has asked me if I am a uh, green card holder, uh, his ideas. And he mentioned like, uh, it's like an uh, public uh, trust clearance certificate that you get uh, from like, I mean, I don't know exactly like, you know, what size public trust mean. I'm looking into. Uh, I never come across, but there are some security jobs though. Even the H, uh, and I see that in the in the in the uh, in the security jobs also. I've seen some H one Bs also go. Okay. Uh, it's a federal contract. 
That's right. So say that you you will be eligible. Okay. Okay. Then if you are okay. not eligible later on, well, they will deny you. What's the big deal? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, Rahul. If they clearly say that it's only for U.S. citizens, then no. Otherwise, you are eligible for it. Since okay. they didn't say it, it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, since they did not say it though, I would go and apply for it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Next, next person, please. Hi. Uh, yes, I posted my questions. I have a couple of them. You have a lot of time. I have laid off on H one B, and you filed a H one B and approved and ex extended B two is expiring in March. That my first question is, if I do get six months extension, so sixty days is expiring on March second, or B two is expiring in March second? The B two is expiring on third March. B two is expiring. The first question: If I get six months extension for this B two case, and since when will they count the start the six months? The six months will be starting from the count when you filed for the B two application, though. Okay. So if you okay. filed in October, then it will be six months from there, not from okay. the time you get the approval. Okay, understood. Note says that expiration date is March. So does it mean I have to leave the country on or before? Yeah, you have to leave on or before. All right. Okay. And uh, can I return back later on B2 visa? And like, do I have to file the B2 visa from scratch um, in an embassy? When you say, yeah, you have to scratch. You have to file a B2 visa from scratch now. Okay. And, and that... normally, normally, you will not be getting approval of B2 if you're coming in the next two to three years. Okay. Okay. And will okay. that... The 97A notice that I have received right now for the approval of the extension, will that be of any help when I'm applying for the B2 visa from scratch? No, no it does not help at all. Okay. 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 And it may even harm you a little bit for B2. Okay. Understood. You just have spent that much time. Why do you need to visit USA? So yeah. if you're going to come back, don't try to apply for B2. Try to come back on, uh, try to come back on, uh, 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 try to come back on H1. Don't come. try to come back on B2. Okay. And since my uh, job was at H1B cap exempt visa, like the visa that I had, um, do you think I can look for exempt roles right now or do I have to look for cap subject roles only? You said uh, you, you, your H1B you, is filed for a by a university? Um, it's uh, by a company called ACT. Um, so it's a non-profit and it was H-1B cap exempt. Okay. So you, if you are looking for a job right now, you have to only look for cap exempt because okay. you're not counted in there. The only okay. time you can look in cap subject is when the March time, February, March time. You know what that is. Understood. Understood. Okay. okay thank you, ma'am. Okay, I'll go you. to the last caller today. And for those people who couldn't reach me, guys, you can make an appointment at any time. My colleague is going to give the link to you. You can make an appointment anytime for making an appointment with me. Uh, Suti, can you give a link for the appointment, please? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Hi, Rahul. So I have uh, tasted another question. Like, do you want me to repeat it? Yeah, please. Uh, so my question is like, can I have like, will I have any problem or like, do should I keep anything in mind during the port entry, like regarding the EI seven nine seven H one B stamping? No, you're fine. 
Okay, sir. Okay. And and if any, if by chance, if any problem comes Hundreds, like... No, sir. I've never seen any problem for anybody. Right now, if you take the originals, they don't believe it. They verify that. Uh, they verify it from their systems. So it's as good, as good as a copy right now. Okay. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference would be tomorrow at... Uh, uh, tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.